0: Number 199 from October of 2022, Interpretation. Some time ago, I was engaged in a conversation with a man who was sort of quizzing me about what Lutherans believe. I told him I couldn't say what Lutherans believe because that's all over the map, but that I could tell him what Lutherans teach. He asked me, do Lutherans teach the Bible just the way it is, or do you interpret it the way you want? That is obviously a very loaded question and takes some unpacking. The short answer to that is that Lutherans in our better traditions interpret the Bible the way the Bible itself wants to be interpreted. What that means is that there is a historical background behind what the scriptures say, and that influences what it means. There is a context in which passages of scripture are set, and this makes a difference in what they mean. The Bible is not just one big reference book that you can pull off the shelf, look up a subject, and have all the answers handed to you. The Bible is not really even a book. It is a small library of 66 different books that include people's experience of God over many centuries. It is a library that includes many different types of literature as well. There is straight history, gospels, letters, stories, poetry, wisdom literature and visionary apocalyptic literature. Certainly, it would make sense to read these different types of literature in different ways. For example, one would not read the poetry of the Psalms the same way they would read the Gospels. A Psalm, for example, that says that, quote, the mountains clap their hands and the hills skip like lambs at the glory of the Lord, unquote, does not really want to be taken literally. The mountains didn't really grow hands and clap, and the hills didn't jump around. This is exaggerated poetic imagery to try to describe the indescribable glory and majesty of the Lord, and should be taken as such. Jesus' parables, for instance, are a special type of literature that wants to be taken as an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. When Jesus told the parable of a man who went out to sow seed, We don't need to be concerned about exactly who the man was and what was his name and where was the field located and other things like that. We are to be looking for the comparison of a farmer sowing seed and followers of Christ spreading the gospel message of love. These stories that Jesus told are not interested so much in facts, but they are very interested in truths and should be understood as such. The epistles are letters that the apostles wrote to churches and individuals who were struggling with some issue. Our task today, then, is to look at the issues and see if there is anything that is comparable that is going on in our church today or in our lives today. Apocalyptic literature, such as Ezekiel and Daniel in the Old Testament and Revelations in the New Testament, are accounts of visions and should not be read like you would read your newspaper. For instance, the book of Revelations was written at a time when the young Christian church was under intense persecution. All of the bizarre images of beasts and scrolls and seals meant something very specific to the people at that time. These images represented particular rulers and persecutors who were making it miserable to be a Christian at that time. It was a kind of code language that those in the know would know and those not in the know would just think was gibberish. The modern-day equivalent could be something like the code language that drug dealers use to their customers. Instead of calling and asking a dealer if there's cocaine available, the user might ask, is it snowing yet? If the response is, it should start snowing about midnight, then the user would know that the cocaine was going to arrive at midnight. If the police happened to be listening into this conversation, they would think nothing of it and they would not be in the know. That is kind of what apocalyptic literature is like. Interpretation can be a tricky thing. You can't just take something that was written 2,000 or 4,000 years ago in an Oriental culture and plop it over thousands of years later in a Western culture and say that it means exactly the same thing, because it usually does not. There are differences in the time the culture, the customs, and the language to be considered. So, if this is such a complicated thing, what is the average person in the pew supposed to do? How can you pick up on all these nuances without going to seminary or becoming a biblical scholar? One of the best and easiest ways to understand Scripture better is to get a Bible that has study notes in the margins. The Lutheran Study Bible, for example, does an excellent job of giving some of the background, culture, and language variances that will make your reading of Scripture much more interesting and meaningful. It is one thing to read Scripture, but it is another thing to read Scripture with understanding. Another way to get understanding is, of course, to attend worship services and let your pastor give you some help with this, or attend Bible class and let the leader and others give you some ideas. So, we're back to our question, what do Lutherans teach about Scripture? Dive into it with some study help and find out. You might be surprised at the insight you get for your life.